0: What if I told you that everyday, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary, eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host, BJ Sype. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. It's funny how the older that I've gotten, the less adventurous that I have become. I look back at my youth, at the kind of things that I did, and now I just laugh. I think about the kind of things that I wore. Boy, (laughs) middle school was not good to me, let me tell you. I'm talking zip-off cargo pants. Remember those? The ones that would turn into the most hideous shorts? Those and Converse shoes, a bright Hawaiian-style shirt with dragons all over it, and a puka shell necklace to top it all off. Today, you wouldn't catch me dead wearing something like that. It's generally the same thing when I get ready for the day nowadays. Jeans, a polo or a flannel shirt, and some white sneakers. That happens to be exactly what I'm wearing today. Jeans, a flannel shirt, and white sneakers. I walked into my coffee shop, the same one I always work at, and before I could even get a word out, my barista Brennan asked, The usual today? Yes, sir, I replied. I don't even need to order anymore. They know what I want. It's a one-in-one, which is essentially a cortado with a shot of espresso as a chaser. I sat at the same bar stool I always sit at and pulled out an earbud to stick in my ear. What should I listen to today? While I do enjoy exploring new music from time to time, whenever it comes to my work music... There is no wavering. Again, it was going to be the usual. Lo-fi instrumental beats as background music to study to. After wrapping up my day of study and some class prep time with my dear friend Smitty, I went home early to greet my parents who are in town for a visit all the way from Oregon. We went out to dinner at Cheddar's tonight, which is one of our favorites, and we were seated and handed our menus. I looked over the selections, but I don't know why, because I already knew what I was going to order. The creamy grilled tilapia and shrimp. It's what I get every time. And it's fantastic every time. I don't know what's happened to me. I used to be so adventurous. I remember always wanting to try something new on the menu every time we went somewhere. Now I'm just the guy that gets the same thing every place I go. I wear the same things, do the same things, eat the same things, listen to the same things. After I wrap up this podcast tonight and go unwind with a show in bed, I can guarantee you it's going to be Perry Mason, just like it always is. We really are creatures of habit, aren't we? We get set in our ways and get comfortable with the way that we do things So moving away from the norm is just not something that we are all that willing to do. Now, that's all fine and well if that's what you want. There's certainly nothing wrong with not being as adventurous with your clothes, food, entertainment, or routine. You might even be able to argue that you've just become more refined throughout the years. (laughs) And hey, that suits me. But it got me thinking about other areas where I have become a creature of habit. And one that really got me was with my prayer life. Prayer is such a huge part of our lives as Christians, or at least it should be. But the more I thought about the way that I approach prayer in my spiritual walk with God, the more I realized how much I am a creature of habit. Now, please don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. If you're going to have a habit of doing something, prayer is perhaps the best one that you could possibly develop. So that's not what I'm trying to suggest. But more like, when you pray, what you pray, and how you pray are what comes to my mind. So let me ask you, when do you pray? Well, traditionally, when do most people pray? You might say something like, well, before each meal and before I go to bed at night, or something to that effect or that nature. Does that pretty much sum it up for you? But when are we supposed to pray? While these are certainly good times to pray, I think sometimes we can get into a spiritual rut In that they are the only times that we pray. In 1 Thessalonians 5 and verses 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When should you pray? The correct answer is any time. When you get that big promotion that you have been hoping for, why not stop there in your office and give thanks to God then? When you are sitting in the doctor's waiting room, anxious and concerned, what better time to pray than right then? As you're listening to someone pouring their heart out to you in the church parking lot, and they ask for your prayers, what's preventing you from praying right then with them? We need to take a page out of Paul's book and do as he admonished us to. Pray anytime. What about what you pray for? Again, we are creatures of habit, aren't we? Many that I know, including myself, often have their own, what I like to call, prayer formula. It's kind of your go-to things where whenever a person is about to pray, you could probably pretty much guarantee these are the things that they are going to pray for. But is that how God wants us to pray? Just some ritualistic, going-through-the-motions kind of formula prayer? Paul says to the Philippian church, Don't worry about anything. But in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4 and verse 6. Did you catch that? In everything, we are to go to God in prayer. The Psalms are such a perfect example to me. Just take some time to read through them, and you will see the following. Prayers of praise. Prayers expressing trust and submission. Prayers for deliverance. Prayers for protection. Prayers for help with anxiety and fear. Prayers of worship. Prayers for mercy and grace. Prayers praising God for answered prayers. Prayers of gratitude. And the list goes on. If you ever find yourself Just praying for the same things over and over again without much thought? Just read the Psalms. They will challenge you. Finally, let me ask you perhaps one that we don't normally think about in our Western culture. How do you pray? You might think, well, that's a silly question. Of course, I bow my head and close my eyes and fold my hands while seated. That's generally how most of us pray, right? You want to know what's fascinating about that? That is the one posture that we see most infrequently in Scripture. In fact, we see all kinds of different postures in prayer. We see bowing in places like Exodus 34 and verse 8. We see kneeling like in 2 Chronicles 6 and verse 13 we see laying prostrate on the ground, like in Nehemiah 8 and verse 6. We see hands lifted high up in the air as is commanded by Paul in 1 Timothy 2 and verse 8, and even lifted eyes wide open to heaven, like Jesus does in John 11 and verse 41. Our posture is important. It means something especially depending on what you are praying for. If you are offering a prayer of remorse and confession, perhaps there's no greater posture than flat on our face. If you are offering a prayer of praise and worship, lift your eyes and your hands towards heaven. If you are praying a prayer of thanksgiving and gratitude, Perhaps kneeling before God would be appropriate. All of these are good and beneficial ways that we can and should pray. My friends, the point is this. Being a creature of habit is all well and good until it comes to our prayer life. Prayer is something that should be an outpouring of our very heart and soul to God, not a quick, thoughtless ritual at the same time, same place, over the same things. May God help us to learn to speak to him like any father would want his children to do. So make a habit of praying, but don't make prayer simply a habit. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above
1: of your But since we have this moment here at heaven's door we should start knocking now what are you Cause we say the word Amen. It doesn't mean this conversation needs to end. Let us pray.